0: lighting podcast i am becca from insightful connections
1: and and i'm always about to say and and i'm michelle from michelle i prize the light worker welcome to the show um beck and i are just here to share a couple of things hopefully a bit of words of wisdom maybe um, and beck's doing i think the card draw today as well so we're uh hopefully going to give you a little bit of guidance for your friday as this uh, episode goes to air
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So our theme t- for today is residual routines. Uh, so just um, this is just one of the topics that I spoke to Michelle about throwing into our podcast uh, because, I mean, you're all aware of like residual energies with like the, the paranormal and the spirits and things like that, how when the energy sort of, uh, when, when a spirit, like when we do our um paranormal investigations michelle and you see on tv for the other people who don't do that sort of thing um the shows that they have and you've got the residual energies of the spirits that they're just constantly in a loop loop. doing the same routine of of what they used to do Mm -hmm. but um and it got me sort of thinking that you know a lot of people a lot of people out there um, have their own residual routines that they sort of get stuck in and it's just a loop and it's the same sort of monotonous um, day every day, kind of, kind of a bit like the movie Groundhog Day. Yeah. And um, it's, it's um, funny because what we're actually going to be talking about today is what you can do to, you know, how that affects you and things that you can do to to maybe change that up a little bit. Um, like, again, the movie Groundhog, Dog, Groundhog Day where he sort of learnt from what he was doing and how things weren't working and, and doing them a little bit better each day. Um,
1: it's so- only we could do that in our own lives, Rebecca
0: well if, I think we that can. was
1: reality yeah I think but I mean can. in we terms of roundhog day change. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't go back and change it but we can certainly um change it moving forward and and creating that space letting go of one way of doing things and creating that space to create uh, to bring in a new way yeah and and new encounters with, with
1: different life. opportunities doors opening
0: Definitely, Yeah. definitely. So I have drawn uh, two cards for today. So I just want to get these out there now. Yeah. So the first card is, uh, these are from the Denise Lynn Gateway Oracle cards, which are absolutely beautiful. So um, these are a new deck of cards that I have, um, which are just amazing, amazing. But the first card that I've drawn, two came out, Flying Free. And this is I unfurl. And I love that. That's such a great word, unfurl. I love that. It reminds me of a
1: rosebud or, you know, something sort of unfurling to a a flower almost coming into bloom.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, I unfurl my wings and fly. So the meaning of this card is about being daring and casting aside conventions and restrictions. So having more fun, laughing, dancing, exploring, going beyond your predictable behaviour and saying yes to life.
1: Oh, my God. Rebecca, are you joking?
0: No, I'm not joking.
1: You I'm randomly joking. drew that or you selected that like, I, by looking at it?
0: We're shuffling these cards and I'm like, I need a card for today that's going to suit, like in my, you know, set the intention, please, can I have a card today that's going to suit um, our topic? And two came out. So the second one that came out is this one here, Rising Above, which is, and it is, I see only beauty and grace. So this card, it actually is about letting go of the ordinary and stepping into the extraordinary
1: gee whiz. and
0: and identifying that you have potential that you haven't even begun to tap into so it's time to reach higher than ever before so do not fall down before doubt remember your true calling
1: that's unbelievable
0: beautiful both of those cards beautiful cards i've been doing Bang spending a lot of time with these cards this week so um very cool
1: Bang cool on, card. and I love it when they're new because they have that beautiful light, sort of um, fresh energy about them as well. When you haven't used them much, so that's yeah. Um, yeah, great. They feel lovely. Everyone can recall, everyone can recall those feelings when they get a new deck. I'm sure the listeners at home who are tuning in today, um, Beck, I've actually got some really good feedback um, for you as well. Uh, I've got a client of oh. mine who listens to our episode, Living Enlightened, and um, if you want to get in touch with us or give us feedback, of course, you can email us at Living Enlightened. At uh, 88, uh, 33 rather, um, at gmail.com. That's right, isn't it? Living yep, in 33. 33. Yeah, at gmail.com. Um, so if, welcome to give us feedback if you would like. um But, yeah, got some really beautiful feedback from one of our clients and she said that she really enjoyed the comment you made. There was a really good um, analogy that you gave, Rebecca. I'm just trying to think about that off the top of my head now. um I think it was the one where we were talking about um, taxis and Uber. Yes. In the Uber. She loved it, loved it. Yeah, oh, she was to that and she just said, oh, my gosh, that just made total sense to me. I can't remember the episode number off the top of my head, so for the listener at home, if you want to go back and listen to that, but I think it was about um, being in charge or something, taking charge, um, being in your power or something. So if we think of the episode... Um, Would it be Finding Peace and Acceptance or something? It wasn't that one. Yeah, it might be Finding Peace and Acceptance maybe. That was episode 34. But if Beck can sort of track that down, let me know. Um, But yeah, the Uber driver one, I remember writing that note down and I thought that is such a great analogy. So anyway, one of the ladies, uh, one of my clients was listening and she just said that just made total sense to her and she loves it and she's now telling other people about it. So, you are amazing, Rebecca, and um, you know, because this is sort of something that I sort of dragged Rebecca into, "Hey, Beck do you want to do this thing?" And she's like, "Sure." <laughs> and probably sure. didn't know exactly what uh, exactly what was going on, but um, yeah, it's been great. um really enjoyed it. so that was uh, really good feedback. I just wanted to pass that on to you
0: and thank you for that, and thank you to the listener because um you know it's it's nice to know that even in a small way that you are you know connecting with someone and and making a difference for them. And that's what this is all about. This is what we this is what our you know intentions are, just to sort of and and like we say, get to learn something, maybe new tips or tricks or um and a bit of guidance there. Mm -hmm. Um, And um and of course everyone has free will, but um yeah I'm very grateful for that feedback. Thank
1: you. Yeah, it's lovely. (laughs) So Beck, what's been going on with you, Hum? What's um been your sort of highlight of the week? Any big takeaways?
0: Uh, highlight of my week, we'd be getting out of isolation.
1: Yeah, I was one of you were going to say it. Awesome. I, oh
0: my gosh, yes. So, uh, one of my children come home with COVID from school and spent the week looking after them and then the day before they come out of isolation um, I tested positive.
1: Hooray! So, yeah, <laughs> hooray.
0: Yes. So, um, so that's been the highlight of my week actually, getting out
1: of isolation. <laughs> the highlight. And, oh yes, not, of course, getting out of isolation, I see. Getting yes. out of isolation yep, yep, yep. And, and not <laughs> um,
0: you know, having to sit in a room listening to what's going on outside with the, the, the rest of the family.
1: <laughs> Golly, don't you <laughs> because- notice it?
0: Oh, it is, but it's, it's so, it's so weird. It's um, because I run everything every day. I'm yeah. the
1: mum.
0: Yeah. So yep. when you've got to sort of sit back and hand over that control because you have no choice, mm. mind you, there were a few text messages and there was.
1: <laughs> back and forth. You can still send but, SMSs, yeah.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. I was still sending messages and I was like, eh, is this done? Is that done? Um, <laughs>
1: But I'm still here, guys. I'm, I'm in here. isolation, but I'm still here.
0: I can hear you. Um <laughs> but, but you know, getting out of that isolation and actually being able to hug my children, I missed that so much. It's
1: Funny, isn't it, what you so missed. You really take some things for granted sometimes. And That's yeah. Right. And I
0: and I know they missed it too, because I, I got some, some beautiful hugs from them. Um which was you know, it was, it's actually uh, for my youngest was very emotional because she's only little and, um, she sort of come home and couldn't give me a hug when she came home from being away Mm. and then had to wait like a week
1: Mm -hmm. to hug me,
0: giving air hugs to each other from, you know, (laughs) from where I was isolating and she was, you know, outside the door and she's just like, I love you, give me air hugs. And we, you know, we did the best we could sort of change it up a bit for them, but, um, yeah, absolutely. That was my highlight, getting out. I yeah. wasn't wasn't doing too well there. And the other highlight I had was uh, the owl. I had the boo box. Yes, I
1: was wondering about your little owl. Yeah,
0: he, he um got picked up the other day and taken out to Duffy, which is where we've got a bigger cage, a bigger big of like flight aviary, so he can get the cardiovascular and get his strength up again. Um, so he's moved on to the next phase and he's grown. Some new tail feathers, they're all growing oh, through. So he'll sit amazing. out there for a little while and um he's he's almost ready to go, but he's so funny. So funny. Little
1: Love personality.
0: Him. Love him. And we're also coming into bar now season. So fingers, well, not fingers crossed. I don't
1: know. I mean her. I understand what you mean.
0: But I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. We'll
1: see who who you get to
0: meet. Yeah. Rebecca's
1: new me. little friends amazing. are going to be. Oh, yeah. speaking of birds. Yeah. <laughs> Our little peach <laughs> faces are uh, tweet, tweet, tweet.
0: What about you, Michelle? What have you been up to?
1: Um, well, I had some funny confirmation, Beck, and I, I posted this on my page. I have had some really Cute little things come through, and I've said to you before that, like sometimes the stuff that comes through, like people go, "Oh, what does that mean?" You know, what about the toilet paper? And it, and it's just like, well, no, it's just like they're watching paper. you. Oh, just as an example, um, <laughs> I won't go into detail. That was pretty graphic, that one. Um, but you know, it's like all the funny little things, the little nuances. I had it. It was funny actually. The other day, I had a lady, and I was like, "What happened to your fence?" your fence has fallen down, your fence is gone. What happened to your fence? What's wrong with your fence? And she's going, and i have been talking about, she was a bit confused because i have been talking about her mother. So she was thinking about mum's house and I'm going, the fence, the fence, the fence. And she's like, I've got no idea. Mum's fence is fine, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, about 10 minutes later, she goes, did you say fence? And I went, yeah, like about 50 times, (laughs) about 50 times, you know. Um, And she goes, oh, this is so funny. And she said, we actually have built a house. We have built a house, not (laughs) mum." We built a house and she said one side of the fence, like they built four you know, fences around the house, one side of the fence is completely toppled over. And so it's been this complete nightmare where the neighbors don't want to pay for it. They're like, you need to share the cost. You know, they're going through court, like legal, everything to get this thing done. And she goes, I can't believe I didn't think of it. And I'm like, I can't believe it either (laughs) because it was like going for months. But this is a thing, you know, and I've got to be very sort of forgiving and tolerant because it's like she was, I was talking about her mum and then it was like all of a sudden it's the fence and this is what can happen and Beck knows what I'm talking about with mediumship. Sometimes they just, you're talking about this thing and then something else just drops right in front of your face and you've got to say it. So it was like something else about mother, then it was like fence and she's like, oh, okay. But it was when she sort of thought about it, she was like, oh, my God, Michelle, my fence fell over and we've been fighting it, you know, for, uh, for months and it's been an absolute nightmare. So... It's just interesting, you know, sometimes how um people don't click immediately, you know, in terms of what you're talking about and it doesn't make sense. And they'll swear black and blue, nup, 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 nup. And then all of a sudden they go, Oh, that thing. You know, I get it now. It makes sense. Um, the one I posted about though was about Master Chef. I had this lady and she was in a kitchen. It was actually a really nice kitchen. I was describing it all to her. I was like, Oh, it looks like this, and it's very open plan. It's like a big breakfast bar thing. And she's like, Yep. And she'd um taped an episode of Master Chef. And what I said to her was, I feel like you're pretending you're a Master Chef or something. Are you pretending you're a chef? And she was really embarrassed. She goes, Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> this is really embarrassing. And she said, last night, um, the night before the reading, um, she was standing there in front of Master Chef and she's like rewinding and fast forwarding, and she was watching Sashi do his uh, curry and she was trying to emulate it. She was trying to copy the recipe and do what he does. And she was like, I can't believe it. And I was like, that's really funny. Like, (laughs) that's really funny. Um, And she was just, she was like, it was last night. And it's always like very recent. Like it's always just (laughs) yesterday or last night. So that's why I say to people, like when you choose a time, it's always perfect because whatever happens, even if you get rescheduled, even if the flooding happens and you can't get to meet, the time that you come will be fine. It'll be perfect. Um, the other cute one that I have was in the kitchen again. There's a lot of kitchen ones, but um, in the kitchen, I was like in this in this lady's kitchen, different lady. And I was like, okay, what's happened to the, um, the cupboard doors? It looks like there's like this kind of pale, almost like a green or like a pale blue or something sort of coloring here. But I feel like there's doors missing or something's happened to the cupboards. And she was like, oh my God um we she's moved into this older house and basically they had some cupboards in the kitchen that were really nice and they're like a lime green so she confirmed the color and she said there's also a bit of pale blue um i think cabinetry or something so they're really nice but for some reason they had you know the retro um from like you know the 60s 70s with a bright orange like a burnt orange kind of color that was really the in thing they had all these cupboard doors um and i only know that because my parents lived in a bank house it was from the 60s era and everything was burnt orange like the bathroom was burnt orange we had a lime green kitchen it was really intense but basically they had the lime uh not lime green um the burnt orange cupboard doors on one whole side of the kitchen and it was a bit that you could see so walking into the kitchen that's all you could see was bright burnt orange cupboards so what she and her friends did. Um, was they got little screwdrivers and they pulled all the cupboard doors off so they didn't have to look at them so basically she just has all these open cupboards she's going to repaint them or do something to them um but yeah they pulled them all off and i was like that's funny that's quite funny and she's like yeah it is and she couldn't believe that i'd seen it i was just like well you know uh remote viewing it just looks pretty similar pretty similar to what you're looking at in the real world um, but, yeah, that's a little bit of confirmation, I guess. It doesn't have any specific meaning. It doesn't mean gonna, that anything bad's going to happen to the cupboards or anything like that. It's just how spirit will bring through um, evidence, I guess. So um, the only other thing I wanted to mention is if you are jumping on my page at any point, and when I say page, probably more my group, Michelle R. Price Spiritual Development and Circles, which is linked to my page, um, I've got a fundraiser for a lady whose daughter has been taken away for her in the court system. <clears throat> So if you do have an opportunity to um, help fundraise, they're trying to fund an appeal. So it is a very serious situation. Uh, the lady's name is Lisa and uh, the details are in my group, um, Michelle R. Price Spiritual Development and Circles. Beck. that's all I wanted to mention. So did you want to kick things off today, hun, um, seeing as this is your uh, subject matter?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So um, I, I really don't know, but we haven't, I really don't know which way this is going to go. It can go to, like, there's so many different interpretations because we all obviously have our free will and um, all have, have different ideas about life and, and different things. But I just wanted to sort of say that, you know, when we're stuck in a rut, we tend to have the mentality that I just need to get through two more days to the weekend. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And then the weekend comes and we're too busy to enjoy it because we're still doing those same things so we're getting up we're going through the processes and it's just like an an autopilot an autopilot type type of situation so to start off with i want to send butterflies out to everyone so that everyone comes across something new to ignite a desire and get excited about something in their life Okay, so I just want to you know when you get those butterflies in your stomach and then yeah a bit of excitement that, yeah. yeah I just want to send them out to, to to everyone listening and 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 everyone out there just so that they um you know do get ex- excited about maybe something different they can do find something different that they can do uh you know moving moving forward um because there's I mean there's nothing worse than than going through your whole week and going oh thank God tomorrow's Friday yeah but then what happens? Ask yourself, what do you actually do when Friday comes? <laughs> is it the same thing you've done for the last? Watch
1: Netflix, Rebecca. Watch Netflix. <laughs>
0: so it, it's good just to maybe you know, and and it could be could be anything. You could just get out some paints, go down buy some paints, or and you know, it doesn't have to be a masterpiece. It just has to be that creative expression, which is so good for your soul. Uh, it could be something as simple as going for a walk a lot of people don't actually get the time i mean you do see those people who their routine is going for a walk or or running every day and and what have you but a lot of people out there don't necessarily get that have that in their their routines you know something different something different and get excited about it obviously the wrong time of year to to get excited about that for some people because it's winter and it's cold and we're covered in a blanket of fog here at the moment but even that Rebecca's in Canberra
1: just for the listener at home,
0: I'm in Canberra yes (laughs) so I should pack up and move to Queensland I'd be excited about that
1: (laughs) oh yes you would yes you would um I did do yoga this morning but it was like 13 so it really wasn't that bad but it was um still very very cold I think it's just the wind chill
0: I think we're sitting on five at the moment
1: yeah yeah but you're not doing yoga outdoors I'm sure in Canberra I'm sure they wouldn't do that that'd be very silly
0: no no I'm not doing yoga outdoors at the moment but um, certainly did go outside and, and look at that beautiful strawberry moon that was out, spent some time just in awe of her. She was Oh, she, wasn't,
1: she was humongous. I didn't realize she was a strawberry moon. And I was talking to a light worker yesterday um, who had a healing with me, and I was like, what's the pink? Is there like a pink moon or a pink something? And she said, yeah, it's a strawberry moon. And then I remembered, I think, um, wow, that cloud's amazing. Um, I remembered Sophia saying something about like a strawberry moon. Um but yeah, you know, I forget about all these things. But um wow, that cloud is amazing. It looks like a phoenix. I'm gonna send it to you, Rebecca. I'll put it into the chat. Uh anyway, love, shall I uh shall I continue our story? Yes,
0: absolutely. But that Phoenix cloud is, is about sort of uh breaking free of the old and rising above.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely it? amazing. I'll put it into our uh, Trello fit, you can have a look. Fits into our box. Sure does. Today. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful, this one. Uh okay, so all I was gonna say here was um Beck was just talking about finding the time, and and one of the things that I figured out um from an ex of mine uh was that when I decided I was going to Nepal, there was absolutely nothing that was gonna stop me from getting to Nepal. This is some years ago when I was working um in my early days of radio when I was still living in Bundy and all of that. And um, I just all of a sudden was like, I just have to go to Nepal. And it was like, my best friend was actually talking to someone who was leading a trek there. And she mentioned it to me. And it was just like, I got a real bee in my bonnet about it. And I was like, I just need to go. And uh, there was just absolutely nothing else for it. Um, So I decided, and then my partner at the time who I was living with, he was like, oh, I'm going to go as well. And I was like, ah, okay. And then I just had this real feeling <laughs> that he just wasn't going to do it. I just had this real feeling that there was no way uh, he was actually going to make it happen. And I, you know, just kept making my own plans and I was doing it. And I did go and he didn't because, you know, unless you really, really want to do something, you just don't really make the time or get the money together or whatever. And for me, I mean, I was poor, like I was studying at uni and I was doing so much and I really didn't have a lot of cash or anything, but I was like, I just feel like I kind of have to do this and I don't really know why. And, um, you know, that's why I made it happen. So I think I just wanted to sort of make that point. It's not entirely on topic, but I just wanted to make that point that if you really want to do something, you'll find a way, get the money together. Um, And whether it is along the lines of what Beck was talking about, getting out and doing a walk, everyone can do that. You know, you just get up a bit earlier um, and, you know, that becomes your goal. Anyway, um, intuitively, I think we all kind of know what we need to do. And this is around, um, you know, those routines and things that become monotonous. And it's just like Groundhog Day, as Beck sort of alluded to earlier. Mm. And it's like... Whenever I tell people, you know, and I do a lot of, you know, because I'm a healer, I do a lot of, oh, you know, exercise, you need to get out there and get on the treadmill or the cross trainer or, you know, whatever you need to do. And they're like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. People are always saying that to me. Oh, you need to get on that juice fast again. Yeah, I know. It was in my head this morning. I was thinking about it. So it's like most of the time people are coming to me just so I can sort of confirm something for them. And usually that's around them getting back into a better habit, breaking a bad habit um and breaking that routine because we don't want to get into the comfort zone as soon as you get into the comfort zone my feeling is universe gives you a big kick in the bottom and it's never fun so one of the things that really was uh challenging for me was when i was doing the seven days a week for a year and um you know that was really hard work i was working breakfast in some radio stations i was doing drive in other radio stations it was just nonstop, full-on getting up at stupid o'clock going to bed at stupid o'clock and then doing it all again and during that time, I've talked about it in a previous episode, I nearly had a serious car accident. So I think that, you know, that whole thing and I earned a lot of money and it was great. But the stupid thing about that is that I earned so much I put myself into the next tax bracket. And that meant I had to pay money. So I didn't actually get even a, a tax return. I ended up having to pay, wow. which was stupid. So I worked my guts out and literally I had to pay money. So it just didn't pay off. It doesn't pay off. And after that, I've suffered from a weird blood pressure, like ever since that, because I started to get really faint and I felt like I was going to pass out. And, um, and literally, it was just like monotonous. It was the same thing over and over and over, reading stories, writing stories, just crazy town. And uh, I made myself really sick. So now I do have blood pressure issues and, and things like that that I'm sort of monitoring. And um, it just was not worth it, Rebecca. Mm
0: that's not good at all that's not and and, um uh are you looking i just i just want to ask i just feel like i need to ask this and you obviously are because you're michelle Mm. um but you're looking at your dietary intake as well
1: yes yeah i eat a a lot of miso and all that stuff for blood pressure and um, drink beetroot juice which is good for your um, blood and circulation and all of that yeah, yeah, because
0: yeah. that's also you know the the first thing that we can go to in, in those sort of situations. And I'm sending you lots of love. Lots Thanks of lot. love. This
1: Michelle. has been a few years since since all of that, but yeah, I mean it'll be something yeah. that I'll have to manage for the rest of my life. But um, yeah, it's just cold. In right. I think winter makes it harder because circulation's a little bit slower, and um, mm. you know, it's harder to get the blood into your joints. So I definitely notice sort of get really cold hands and feet. Yeah, but um, yeah. So
0: like. Like, like you were just saying, with our physical bodies, growing, um, like when we're growing old, doing the same thing over and over uses the same sort of muscles. So, you know, the aches and pains when you do something different like gardening. So everyone can relate, I'm sure everyone can relate, that they sort of go out, they do a bit of gardening or, uh, you know, crouching or squatting down in the garden and then they come and they can't walk for a couple of days because all their muscles are aching mm. <laughs> because they pulled out those, you know, dozen weeds or something and it's just like oh my gosh i've you know got muscles i haven't i didn't know i had is the saying that people sort of say a lot um the same thing happens with our brains so our brain grows older too and being in the same routine and not adding variation and giving it a bit of um you know something different to, to think about or different pathways to use um using those same neuro pathways makes it a bit slack as well like those muscles in our body and it is true for our ethereal body because you get stuck in that sort of energy and you know and we're we're always talking about like attracts like like attracts light so when you're stuck in that energy all you're doing is bringing in more of that so again making space like we we were talking about earlier and and in previous episodes even
1: Yeah, that's it. It's breaking. um, And I think making space is really good because a lot of people that I talk to, I'm like, you know, you need to get rid of the stuff in the shed. And they're like, oh, how embarrassing. Um, (laughs) Because whenever you point out their clutter, they're like, oh, she can see it. But it's like getting rid of it just opens new doors. It brings in the new energy. If it's a relationship you're trying to bring in or whatever, new car, don't care. It's like you just have to create that space. If you're holding on to all the stuff and it's like, I want the new stuff to come in, it's like, where is it going to go? Where is it going to fit? Make the room, as Beck said. Um, One thing that we did, Beck, to sort of shake everything up after that situation where I was working ridiculous hours and days and just stupid, I didn't have a single day off in our whole year. It was just ridiculous. Um, Abby and I actually shifted the Sunshine Coast. So that was quite a change. You know, the Gold Coast is, you know, if anyone's been there, is very touristy and it's busy and it's pretty hectic and it's just quite a different energy to the Sunshine Coast. Sunshine Coast is a lot more about, you know, healing. There's a lot of healers here. It's just a lot more relaxed. It's like a holiday. Um, really, when you're living here, it's like a holiday. So we moved to the Sunshine Coast just to really mix it up. Um, Hubby was still working in Brisbane, so he still commutes. But for me, I had a job locally. So that was really good. And then obviously the redundancy led to me being self-employed as well. And it's interesting, Beck, because I was chatting to a client of mine who's in our mentorship group the other night at Trivia. And she said, Michelle, I feel weird when people ask me kind of what I do because she has worked for other people before. But at the moment she's doing readings and she's um, done Indian head massage and Reiki and stuff like that. So she's actually doing healings and readings, but mostly readings. And she said, I feel weird because when people tell me, like, ask me what I do, I'm like, oh, I don't really do anything. Like That's what she's been telling people. And I was like, what do you mean you're doing anything? You're doing readings. Like you're doing readings. And I said, that's self-employed. You're self-employed. And she was like, oh, oh, I guess I kind of am. And she did it to break the routine because she was looking for other people and not enjoying it. And that's why she got into it. And now she feels like she doesn't really have a job because we're doing this thing that's really fun and it's from your heart space and it doesn't feel like you've got a job so I just thought that was really interesting that she said Michelle I don't feel like I'm really doing anything but the best thing about her life now is that she is self-employed she is doing readings and every day is different because you never know what someone's going to walk in the door with before you do a reading so we had a little chat and I just thought that was relevant to sort of mention but um, yeah, that's literally what we did. You know, we moved to the Sunshine Coast from the Gold Coast, um, got made redundant and I've been working for myself, you know, for two and a half years or whatever it is now um, and loving life. You know, it's amazing. And that was getting out of my comfort zone. I loved my job. I was um, really enjoying it, but it was comfortable. You know, it was an income. I got my annual leave paid. I knew if I, had, if I was sick, I had sick pay, uh, superannuation. Everything was taken care of. So I didn't have to worry about anything. And being self-employed is vastly different to that. Uh, I don't feel like I, you know, have to stress as much. I guess it's a different kind of environment, but it's your own business and you've got to worry about, you know, we're going to have clients and it's a, like a different worry. So, and everything's kind of on you because if I get sick, which I did, I did have COVID, but you can't really, you know, put anyone else in your place. You know, you can't bring someone else up and say, can you come and do my shift? because there's no one else like it's just it's just me so there is a lot of responsibility but i tell you what every day of my life i'm grateful and you know it's worth it so you know that's what it comes down to
0: absolutely um i just wanted to 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 say um a lot of people and i just want to you know shout out this to to everyone and send lots of love and and um Lots of hugs. Lots of hugs to people. Um, Because people with anxiety have you know, and changing up routines There's probably a lot of people out there going "Eh, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Not going to do that. Um, But I just want to sort of shout out and say that, you know, maybe something as simple as less media time. So taking 15 minutes from that and perhaps writing down a list of things that you're interested in that you don't do. And then take you know, little steps, take time out of socials and spend that 15, 20 minutes reading about one of the things on your list um, and taking those little steps to, to move in that direction, create that momentum um, because I do understand that too, um, mm. having anxiety and not wanting to sort of change routines or, or, um, or actually encourage or, or let in that, that desire. Mm. those butterflies that I sent to you so um you know and and of course you know if if you are worried or concerned or having some problems you can contact lifeline and and things like that because um you know there are lots of things out there that do trigger us but you can do little baby steps baby steps mm-hmm. and just something as simple as that okay instead yeah. of sitting here I'm I'm about to sit down and go through my socials actually before I do that I'll go and write down a list of things that I am interested in that sort of and and take it from there take it from there.
1: Yeah, great tip. And I think socials are a big one for anxiety and all of that because I remember um our friend uh Keith from Tesla was saying to me Michelle, I don't get anxiety. I don't suffer from anxiety. And I said Keith, what about when you get on uh, social, social media, emails and things like that? And he goes, oh, yeah. And he goes, actually, he goes, when I look at my inbox, I get very anxious. And I was like, that's fascinating, isn't it? So it is, it usually just feels like overwhelm. If you've got 3000 emails in your inbox, you're probably going to be a bit overwhelmed by that. And one of the things that I do is I just, I'm very organized. And we're talking about this because my girlfriend's just got a job at a university and she'd been working in government before that. And government's very organized in that they've got, you know, different boxes. If you're sorting out emails, for example, you've got different mm. boxes for this, boxes yep. for that. You put it away. If it's done, it's actioned, you know, you put it somewhere else. But in the university she's now in, they don't do that. They had like 10,000 emails. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, no. In the inbox. Yeah. And she's having conniptions and they're like, no, no, no. These are the processes. You will stick with the processes. All of those inbox, all of the things in the inbox stay in the inbox. And she's like not coping. So, you know, that's the whole Ew! and that's the routine though, Beck, This is what I'm talking about. That's why I'm saying it because it's mm-hmm. like all the people in the, in that room are going, this makes perfect sense. We need to have 10,000 emails in the inbox. And she's like, things are going to get missed. How do you know if something's been actioned? How do you know if, you know, it's been followed up on? We don't yeah. know. You know, and it's just the routine and it's so frustrating. I mean, she went to all the different managers, you know, trying to get this thing through, and someone kind of semi-supported her and then someone else just went nut. Nah, it's staying the way it is and she's like, wow. I can't believe it. So it's like sometimes you kind of wonder, you go, I've just come into this organization, I feel like I want to make some changes, I feel like I've got some good ideas, and it just doesn't go anywhere. And they're like, we're going to do things exactly the same way we've already been doing them forever. We're just going to stay in that. And that's really disappointing, but very yeah. relevant, you know, to what we're talking about and how she goes there. I don't know. She may end up having to go somewhere else because, you know, they're, they're just really stuck in their ways. And that's our comfort zone. And it's the way they've always done it. Um, and it's
0: funny, funny yeah. that you brought up the emails, Michelle, because um, I was actually going to say I have just gone through obviously having you know, this week in isolation, I went through and cleared out, um, you know, it started addressing my emails, but specifically the promotion emails that you get, that little subfolder in my email thing. So yeah. I've got my, my main inbox, I've got this, and I've got my promotions. I cleared out 3,000 emails from my promotions folder. It, w- it would have been around 3,000. Oh, my I God,
1: that would have taken forever.
0: Well, I found an easier way to do it. Uh, so at first i was just like delete tag delete tag delete then i was just like no i'm going to go through and i was like tick this box this and and did about 20 boxes and then deleted that but then i found that you could actually delete mass (laughs) from it so i went through checked it all um and then um realized that there was nothing important in there they're all pretty much the same 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 um and then deleted them all but not only did it feel better it took, you know, a bit of time to do still, but it felt better. It cleared out storage for me. Mm. So, and this is what we're talking about, creating space to let the new in. Mm. Um, And I had some pretty cool emails come through just about stuff because I had that extra space in there. Yeah. Had some pretty cool emails come through for, you know, like trending searches and things I've done and things, promotions that have come through on spiritual sort of things that are right. like you know crystals or information about the chakras and and things like that yeah. came across a book that i've just read amazing book enjoyed it so much amazing um and i have to go back through and read it again because it's one of those books but um just to to, to catch the things that because there's exercises in there that you can do and it's a, it it's about you know obviously what we do so we're always constantly training ourselves and doing um not training but but learning Um, brushing up on our skills and what have you so but if I hadn't done that I wouldn't have come across that
1: yeah that's it and it's more relevant to what you're doing now so yeah it kind of makes sense yeah and and
0: it feels so good feels so good just to have that space
1: it's It's a relief definitely do it again (laughs) yeah yeah in another five years or so Um, (laughs) so I just wanted to make a couple of recommendations and that was that, um, you know, set some goals for yourself and this is getting out of the routine because, you know, it does, even in my work now, I mean, I'm really busy, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people every day. I work six days a week. I have one day off and often on that one day I'm answering messages from, you know, my, my followers and my clients and and things because people always have stuff going on. So, you know, I'm pretty much on call, I would say seven days a week, 365 days a year. But one of the things that I have uh, tried to start to do, because uh, my partner or husband does uh, jet trek every year, so he does a jet skiing thing for charity, and that's kind of taken precedence for the last seven years. So I haven't done anything. You know, I haven't done any challenges myself. I've supported him in the um, triathlon that he did this year with a couple of other guys. Mm -hmm. But I literally have just kind of supported him and done his jet trek thing and, you know, waved the flag and, you know, whatever. So, you know, I just wanted to have something for myself. So we talked about doing the Sunshine Coast Kokoda. And this is going to air later. You know, we're and I are recording, you know, a couple of weeks ahead. Uh-huh. But um, you know, we're doing the Sunshine Coast Kakoda. So we're doing 30Ks. And then as we're walking on the weekend, we were talking about, you know, Kakoda and what we were doing. And my husband said, Well, I really like now that we've we're doing the 30s that so if we can get through that because he's just worried about his arthritis because he's got, you know, arthritis and bad knees and stuff. And he's like, if we can get through the 30, I'd like to aim for the 48 next year. And then he'd like to do the um, 96 on the, Sunshine, uh, on the Gold Coast the following year. So, and I'm really excited about that because I've just always wanted to do the 96 again. And I didn't know Jason when I did it last time. So I'm just, I've always wanted to do it, but it's too much for him. It's like saying I'm going to lose 60 kilos, whereas I want to do 20 kilos, 20 kilos, 20 kilos. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You so it's quite so... Yeah, bite-sized pieces. So it's uh, I'm very all or nothing, my personality. But um, yeah, he's like, if I can do the 30, then I know I can do that. Then I can do the 48. Then I can do the 96. So that's what he wants to work up to. Um, And I'm really proud of him. I'm like, that's awesome. And the other thing with this is um, that we had um, a guy who was sort of really wishy-washy, you know, in our team. And he was like, oh, you know, I don't really want to fundraise. And I kind of twisted my ankle. All of this stuff. And we're just like, I right, mate. And then we tried to sign him up and he's like, oh, I didn't get the email. And I know where the email is and the email's not in my inbox and blah, blah. And we're just like, oh my God. So it was just, it was really difficult. And, you know, this chick um, messaged us and it turns out she has a schnauzer as well because a Facebook stalked her. And, you know, because I messaged the group, the Kakoda group, and I was like, is anyone available? And this chick just messaged and goes, count me in. I'm there. I'll send you a DM. And so we did. Within 20 minutes, she's signed up, she's paid the money, she's got a schnauzer. And like I looked on her page and I'm like, oh, my God, she's got a schnauzer. It's the same as Sissy, exactly the same. And Jason's like, she's got a schnauzer. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh. And uh, (laughs) then she messaged me and goes, do you have a schnauzer? And I was like, yeah. And I totally didn't tell her as Facebook stalking it. Totally didn't tell her. But um, we both had the same dog, for God's sakes. And I was like, it's meant to be. And like, honest to God, you know, in that time, 20 minutes, she's signed up. She's paid. It's done. She's coming. She's booked accommodation at Mullaney. She was asking about whether she could train with this beforehand. It was like ridiculous. And she's doing the 96K. So she's going to do that in July. And she'll use the 30K as a warm-up. Amazing. And now, like, we've met this really cool chick. She's fantastic. She's had two ACL reconstructions. She's, like, been through it. She's a wakeboarder. She's fit she's amazing and so she's going to do the challenge with us and I'm actually thinking that when we do the 96k um you know in a couple of years I feel like we might do it with her you know which would be really awesome so um I'm just really excited like I've now got things that you know I want to look forward to and that I want to do and I'd love to do a triathlon as well so you know get the girls together and um and do that too so That's part of what I want to do. And I think that for the listener at home, have a think about it It may not be those sorts of challenges, um, but Beck and I have sort of both given some examples of things But it's whatever tickles your fancy, all the bucket list stuff, you know what, because I deal with a lot of people who've passed over and some of them did pass over before what they expected, maybe before their time or before what they expected and they can't do it now. You know what I mean? So it's like you need to live every day. Yeah and uh get those things done so put them on your bucket list and just do them don't wait till you're 60 or 70.
0: that's right and and it is it's as simple as that to gain momentum Mm -hmm. you just took that one variant change Mm -hmm. that one variant change for you then to get more excited yep about what was coming ahead the
1: motivation everything it keeps back in yeah super important So, back in the next episode, we're going to be talking about divine masculine and feminine. And I know that sounds kind of a bit vague, but I've just been noticing a lot of uh, women, I guess, coming to have readings with me and they've been battling with someone who is a bit controlling. And I guess it happens both ways, you know, absolutely. But from my perspective, I guess I see more women, you know, in that situation. And, you know, I just think it's just interesting to talk about how that's actually changing. And I'm so excited by this because I really feel like, that dynamic is shifting. I feel like, you know, that whole, whether it's narcissism or whatever, I feel like that is dying out. I feel like it's a dying, they're a dying breed. And I feel like, you know, the young people we're raising now are just superb and that, you know, they're not sort of falling for, or they're not being the victim anymore and, and getting into that sort of situation. And that can happen in any sort of situation. we obviously can be raised with parents are controlling it's, you know, all the rest of it. But I just really feel like it's not acceptable, and that people are really rising above that. And I think that maybe the Me Too movement had a part of that. Don't know. Um, But yeah, I just I wanted to do a chat about divine masculine and feminine because it is something that's um, coming up a lot Mm. in chats and uh, in readings and things. So we'll do that uh, next week.
0: More awareness, more awareness.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks, Beth. That was a great episode.
0: Thank you, thank you, and it's good to.
1: Good to be back in here because obviously we didn't record last week. Yeah.
0: um, Yeah, lots of love to everyone out there listening.
1: Yeah. And uh, message us on Facebook if you've got any ideas or suggestions or any of the above. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.